Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Once in a generation, a player arrives who embodies everything that we love at the upshot. In fact, I think we're going to need some new music for this one. Here's Ronaldinho, best of a cheeky one. What a goal. Now Ronaldinho. Oh, it's a terrific goal. Wonderful, wonderful goal. I am, of course, talking about Ronaldinho, the bucktooth genius who won everything there is to win. But that is only half his story. Four-way relationships, pre-match benders, and stints in the slammer. This is the story of football's sesh-head superstar. Joining me today are Zachary Sweeney-Lynch. Hi, mate. Hello, mate. And Mr. George Cooper. Hello, Jack. Hello, George. Guys, this pod is going to be filled with a lot of scandal, as, as always. But first of all, I think we should probably acknowledge we're talking about one of the greats here, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, for for me, Ronaldinho really just epitomised everything that you want football to be. It was fun. It was extravagant. It was entertaining. I mean, clearly he was just prodigiously talented. I mean, he's one of these players that watching him and you just have no idea what he what he could do, which means you just can't take your eyes off him. On and off the pitch. On and off the pitch, yeah. <laughs> I think it's been for a, a lot of people of our generation is that he was the reason that I fell in love with football, I think. He was the reason that I was doing uncontested, no-look passes <laughs> in, the, in the primary school playground. He was the reason I wanted those god-awful red and silver Total 90 plastic yeah. boots that stank to high heaven after yeah. four wears. He was mm. just... He's just joyous to watch. I always remember the, you know, the goal he scored against Chelsea where he's sort of on the edge of the box and he just faints one way or the other. No one can even, no one knows what to do. And then he just sort of chips it into the goal. And it's just, oh, I remember watching that and just literally like hands in your head. Now Ronaldinho. Oh, it's a terrific goal. Wonderful, wonderful goal. Absolutely breathtaking. Ronaldinho, you just didn't see it coming. And in the blink of an eye, back of the net. There's just sort of never been a goal like that since, has there? Like there's not... You know, like you, you see the sort of goals that Messi pulls off, but you, you've never seen Messi curl a toe punt from, yeah. Yeah. from a stationary yeah. position. Yeah. And just like these, the defenders, these like top defenders of the Champions League, just literally rooted to the spot. Just no idea what he's going to do. So when did Ronaldinho actually burst onto the scene in Europe, Zach? Obviously he started off in Brazil, I presume. Yeah, he started off, started off at Gremio in Brazil, but it was 2001 um, when he joined PSG. And that was when he kind of started to make his name really in Europe. But he also 
really laid down the marker for his party lifestyle. There was a great quote from a teammate of him at PSG, Jerome Leroy, who talked about apparently Ronaldinho only, he trained once a week and he was just partying out all the time. <laughs> he'd, <laughs> as a quote, he'd come in with his, with sunglasses on, go and get changed and then go straight to the massage table to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's just like I mean it just sums him up so much but then all, at the same time just be absolute like prodigiously talented yeah unplayable um, yeah 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 it was during his PSG time that the 2002 World Cup came around where he made his name again on a on a global stage and I think for all of us here that free kick against England where he lobs David Seaman from a ridiculous position probably I mean that was that's the first World Cup that I properly remember that was the first England heartbreak I, and it's, I experienced. I, I, it, it wasn't my first so World think, Cup, I remember, but it was probably the second. And I, I remember vividly, it was morning kickoffs. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, they put it on at school for us. Did you guys have that? Yeah. We had yeah. the little wheel out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're all sat cross-legged in primary school, <laughs> yeah, yeah. looking up. I had my hair gelled up in a Mohican like David Beckham. <laughs> 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 yeah and he he broke my heart yeah because yeah. we were we were one nil up maybe oh he set up their first goal i think rivaldo scores the equalizer because we went one nil up and then um so ronaldinho sets up a the, the equalizer and then i don't know 10 minutes later they get a free kick from miles out we're talking 40 yards out it's it's yeah, a it's long like way almost the halfway line Should we have really? a look and he he does this ronaldinho takes and david siemens call off his line and brazil take the lead ronaldinho has scored David Seaman is caught cold. When you think of David Seaman, David Seaman played for England for a long time, played for Arsenal for a long time. But as soon as you hear his name, the only thing that you could think of is that. Mm. Oh, interesting. Because I, I think of Euro 96, he saved oh, okay. the penalty against right, Scotland. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm with you on Zach. I'm yeah. definitely the I think of the lob, which is a shame because he, he was about 40 years old at that point, wasn't he? Like, yeah, it's yeah. like literally <laughs> the lot. He was he was one day from retirement. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ronaldinho gets sent off seven minutes later. Yeah, which a lot of people don't remember. And then I love there's there's a story. Danny Mills, who was our right back that day, gets picked for random drug testing. So you have to sit there for ages till you can piss, which is hard when you've been sweating for 90 minutes. And um, they're like, oh, it'll be you. And on the Brazil side, it's going to be Ronaldinho. <laughs> and apparently Ronaldinho is in party mode. I don't know what that actually means. I reckon he's probably got like a bottle of cachaça in one hand, yeah. dancing, brings a little speaker with him. Yeah, yeah. And Danny Mills is just sitting there for like two hours trying to piss. Just <laughs> miserable. Ronaldinho sambering around the, around the dressing he's room. He's got Mashkinar playing on his boombox. <laughs> <laughs> and they win that World Cup, obviously, famously. Yeah, that, is that like really launching him at that point? I mean, I, he misses the semi-final, he plays the final, they win it. When did Barca come calling? Barca come calling the following summer. So it's 2003 that he joins Barca. And this is a, a bit of a low ebb really for, for Barca. I think they haven't won La Liga for a few years. It's a bit of like a transitional phase and Ronaldinho becomes really the the linchpin of that new Barcelona side that goes on to dominate for the next few years. So it's, it's while he's at, at Barcelona that he wins the Ballon d'Or in, I think, 2005? 2005, yeah. Yeah, they win the, they win the Champions League, 2006, beat Arsenal. Uh, and that's, I think, for me, that's that's like peak Ronaldinho then. Interestingly, Barca only bought him because they couldn't get Beckham. He was their full-back option. I heard that as well. Yeah. I had the rumour that Real Madrid opted for Beckham over Ronaldinho because they thought Ronaldinho was too ugly. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know whether that's true when there's one of those rooms that's that you That's what I hate around Madrid. Yeah. yeah, in it, like. Yeah. But yeah, more for them, you know. So they're on top of the world, right? They win the Champions League. Who's the manager? Frank, Frank Reichardt. Frank Reichardt, I think. Yeah. yeah. And I think back-to-back La Ligas, everything's good. And so when the next World Cup rolls around in 2006, expectations are really high in Brazil. They're the holders and they've got what's, what's known in Brazil as the magic quartet of Kaká, Ronaldo, Adriano and Ronaldinho. Spot the odd one out in, in that list. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about Adriano another time. <laughs> um, but they, they look amazing and they've got all these attacking riches. They're not bad at the back either. And they go unbeaten. They only concede one goal on the way to the quarterfinals. So expectations are really high until they come up against France in the quarterfinals. And they manage one shot. Thierry Henry scores in a France win, 1-0. Ronaldinho has a really poor game. He actually has a pretty poor tournament. I, I don't think he scores. He has one assist and that's it. And that night, the devastated fans back in Brazil set fire to a statue of Ronaldinho. Blimey. It's a bit of a running theme that the teams he plays for have like ludicrous expectations of him. Mm. And unless he meets them, they, they burn him. The burnt statue might make more sense when you hear that Ronald, the way Ronaldinho responded to the game was to have the mother of all seshes with Adriano. Anyway, so that in a way becomes the turning point of his career, that tournament. That's the stage at which he goes from this insane talent who can do no wrong to becoming a bit patchy on the pitch and becoming known for these mad parties. But things are about to change in the summer of 2008 when a very suave, balding man strolls into the new Camp dressing room, Pep Guardiola, and he's there to, you know, shake things up. And if Ronaldinho was hoping to prove himself to his new manager, it doesn't exactly go to plan. So according to Alexander Hleb, uh, who had a <laughs> Barcelona legend, Alexander Hleb. <laughs> no, he spent a season at Barcelona and he's been talking about it ever since. Um, <laughs> Hang on. Was no, he not the Invincible no, he squad? Was he in the no, Arsenal being, being unfair. He was, wow. a good, he, was good, he was a good player. There we go. He's been dining out on that and on his uh, <laughs> afternoon with Ronaldinho ever since. Uh, but according to, to Alexander Hleb, Ronaldinho and Deco show up to training drunk one day, which... I don't know, Ronaldinho and Deco makes me laugh. Like, Ronaldinho I get, but Deco, Deco seems like quite a, quite a sort of sweet, quiet chap to me. I think you're just, but he's, maybe, a good, he's a good looking lad. Yeah. And they get yeah, the yeah. rub of the green. Yeah. He does yeah. look like butter with mouth. Yeah. He's a sort yeah, of bloke does. that you wouldn't mind if your sister brought home for yeah, dinner. Yeah, yeah. You'd be like, also, oh, he, Deco he, Yeah, because nice. he's like, when he comes to Chelsea, he's like 35, but he looks young always. I was shocked. I reckon day. he still looks 35. Yeah. He yeah. still looks 25. Dorian Gray, he's getting yeah. up to all sorts though. <laughs> There's a hideous portrait of yeah. him up in Lisbon. <laughs> in Alexander Kleb's attic. <laughs> um, but yeah, so apparently those two turn up to training drunk one day. I could, I'm just imagining them sitting in the dressing room, the whole, the whole Barca squad's there. Pep's this like charismatic manager who's trying to impart his new philosophy. You've got Messi sitting there absolutely like enamoured. And then Ronaldinho and Deco just sort of sitting at the corner, giggling, like cracking <laughs> jokes and elbowing each other. And... Who's this nerd? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, Pep's pretty furious, rightly so, and decides to sell them. There's a, a quote from Pep about Ronaldinho. He says, 
If I felt that he wanted to be the player he was again, he would be here. But the situation has deteriorated and the solution is to build a strong dressing room. So yeah, apparently apparently Pep was really afraid that Ronaldinho was going to be a bad influence on Messi. So he decides to sell him and he ends up going to AC Milan. His, I can introduce here his, his brother, who's his agent, a guy called Roberto Assis, uh, who's known as Assis, because he pops up a few a few more times in this story. So he's Ronaldinho's agent. He, he used to be a player, actually, but I think had a sort of unspectacular career. And when his brother was coming through, he's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to look after all your affairs. You concentrate on the football. I'll do the, I'll do the dealings. So he becomes Ronaldinho's agent, but also it seems pretty much like his 24 hour personal assistant. Like he sorts, he just basically runs, runs his life, runs his, sorts out his house, sorts out present for his girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> what, what sort of character would you say Roberto is? Seems like someone who's sort of happy to sit in the background, but he does look like he likes a sesh as well. If you look at a picture Brazilian. of him, he looks, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but see, anyway, he, he, uh, he kind of, Ronaldinho relies on him quite a lot and he, he haggles a deal with him to move to AC Milan. And yeah, I mean, it's important to say like he's still a star at this point. 30,000 people turn up to his unveiling at the San Siro and he does kick-ups and tricks and stuff on the pitch. But very quickly, Ronnie's up to his old tricks, tearing up the, the Milan nightlife scene. One time he's dropped for a, for a Champions League game because he was spotted in a nightclub at 2.30am, 48 hours before the match, gets pictured there. Uh, another time, another time he's caught out drinking at 2am, a few days before a massive derby against Inter, gets dropped again. My, my favourite story out of these incidents was one time he, he ends up, it's midweek and he ends up at a, a Latin American music festival with, with Dida. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> Uh, he's cornered by some Milan fans um, who I think at the start they're sort of like, oh, hey, Ronaldinho, like, let's take some pictures, sign some autographs, whatever. And then after a while, a few of them are like, mate, like, <laughs> it's a Tuesday. You've got fucking training tomorrow. What are you doing here? And he's just like laughing it off. He's laughing it off. Uh, and they eventually just corner him and are like, go the fuck home. You need, like, what are you doing? Like, says something when it's the fans, you have to do that. Yeah. Like, He's about, he's about as subtle as a brick, isn't he? Yeah. Like also, because yeah. he's like the most recognized. Like he's yeah. like world famous, mm. and obviously an incredibly recognizable. You're not, you're not missing that face. You're not being like, hang on, is that Ronaldinho? Like, is is obviously going to? There's no mm. one who looks like Ronaldinho, is there? No. So I don't see how he kind of thought that he would be able to sort of get, well, get away we'll, with. We'll, we'll come back onto this later, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But there's there's one big shame about his time in Milan, which is that he just misses his old mucker from the Brazil team, Ronaldo, who leaves the same summer that Ronaldinho joins. I think for me, this is like one of the big football, what might have been, <laughs> you know, it's like, Sliding what doors, if, uh, yeah, what if, what if Ronaldo and Messi had played in the same team? What if Ronaldinho and Brazilian Ronaldo had spent a whole season getting fucked up together in Milan? <laughs> <laughs> What, what history could have been made? This could have been like in the annals of uh, footballing folklore. I genuinely um, thought you were about to talk about the football side of it. Yeah, the goals too, yeah. they would have scored. Oh, no. Don't the be silly. Cup, the, the, the step <laughs> overs, the fence, the goals. No. Um, but he does, he links up with what, Dida. He links up with Kaka. Dida, yeah. Kaka. 
Oh, Kaka's well, right. Yeah, there's... We're right, Dork, though, isn't he? He's not. Yeah. He's, he's he's straight edge, bookish and yeah. bookish. Bible well, yeah. loving. Ronaldinho and Ronaldo do collaborate on on one project in Milan, and that is the Brazilian youngster Pato. Who so Ronaldo? He, Ronaldo's single season there. He there he gets to know Pato, and then Ronaldinho kind of gets to know him after. And I remember Pato as being quite a again like a quite meek baby-faced striker who, you know, seems seems quite sweet. But this is Pato's, it's a quote from Pato recalling his, his first days at AC Milan. I remember when I arrived, Ronaldo and Maldini were there at my side and opposite was Kaká. Ronaldo came over to me and asked how I was and then he told me, you have to decide, come with me and he showed me a copy of Playboy or go in Kaká's group who in the dressing room had some church things. <laughs> Playboy. It's like, what, what can we show him that's going to win him over? Yeah, let's, we'll boobs. let's just say it weren't no God squad for Pato. Um, and when, uh, when Ronaldinho joins, uh, he really picks up the mantle from Ronaldo in terms of taking Pato out boozing around Milan. And Pato's wife ends up divorcing him nine months after they get married because, this is what she said, because of his constant partying with Ronaldinho. <laughs> That's like on the divorce papers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for all the reasons for a marriage to break down, you've got to yeah. think like, that's, that's going to stab the test of time, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, obviously yeah. unfortunate. And yeah. I love how there's this like Brazilian tradition of passing the partying to the next generation because that's what Romario does to Ronaldo as well. He like yeah. takes him out, gets him fucked. Yeah, and they're literally just all doing it to each other. Yeah. Sort of like an um, American sort of fraternity. Yeah. Isn't yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come, or come join you us. can go with the church stuff with Kaka. Yeah. What, what church stuff is that? Like, Bible just there with his like rosary beads and water yeah. <laughs> church stuff don't know I didn't really look got a portrait of Mother Teresa on the, yeah. the dressing room you can tell Pato thought, for, for, thought about it for about three seconds and then was like I'll take the playboy yeah. <laughs> so are we now talking sort of end of AC Milan here Ronaldinho when does he leave AC Milan so, uh, so he leaves in 2011 and by this point, yeah, he's he's kind of been in decline for a while, really. And there's been these like multiple episodes where he's been caught out in nightclubs. So so Milan eventually decides to let him go in 2011, and his brother Assis is is back on the hunt for a new club. But unfortunately, I think with all of this news about his partying has has really done the round. So his super club days are sadly over. But eventually, the phone does ring. Who could it be? Real Madrid, Chelsea, Bayern. It's Blackburn. (laughs) (laughs) Newly taken over by Indian chicken magnates, Venkis. Do you think Ronaldinho knows who Blackburn Rovers are? Maybe that's unfair. I mean, they won the, they won what was then the Premier Premier League. League, That was sort of 10 years earlier, 15 years earlier. But yeah, anyway, Ronaldinho decides that he doesn't fancy a diet of battery farm poultry and Lancashire hot pot (laughs) um, and turns down that offer. I mean, he's still only 31 at this point, which, you know, okay, Cantona retired then, but a lot of players have had serious glory at that age. But he goes, he goes to Flamengo in Brazil. His European football career is over. And it's at Flamengo where he decides, okay, my last couple of clubs, they haven't let me do what I want to do. I want to make magic on the pitch and I want to party all week. So he says to his, his brother slash agent slash assistant, Assis, <laughs> I want, I want them to agree 
that I can go out to a nightclub twice every week. And so Aziz gets it inserted into his contract at Flamenco. There's an actual clause saying, my brother is entitled to two nights out a week at nightclubs. Surely there's a red flag when you're doing the contract negotiations. <laughs> I mean, it's unorthodox, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Do you reckon he pointed that out to the fans that reprimanded him as well when he was caught before like the big <laughs> derby or the sort of like domestic cup final? It's got- doing, doing Mambo number five. And then... Uh, <laughs> Like, it's in my contract. Yeah, you know? yeah. Has to bring, brings out a copy with him wherever he, wherever he goes. See <laughs> clause twelve point one. Yeah. <laughs> Read it and weep. Yeah. <laughs> and back to the samba. He actually, he actually does quite well there. They win the title. I never know how big a deal that is in Brazil if you've got a superstar, but a lot of teams seem to win it. I think it's quite a competitive league, no? Yeah, um, I get the impression there's there's a lot of big teams. I don't know if there's one. There's not one giant, I think. he got quite a few, right? Anyway, yeah, he, he wins the title at Flamengo and he averages a goal every other game, which is not bad. But unfortunately, his time at the club becomes known for an off-field incident. Oh, no. And I regret to inform you that a video of Ronaldinho wanking <laughs> <laughs> appears online. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. So I've had a watch for research purposes. <laughs> In his defence, like it's you can't see everything, but he, he is wanking. It's a sort of webcam scenario, and obviously, whoever's on the other end of the line has just recorded it on their phone. Is or, this a, a honey trap situation? I don't know if it's a honey trap or just a, like um, in the moment you film it. I don't know what the motive this, was. It, was. I know it, what Ronaldinho's motive was. <laughs> wasn't it? Wasn't chat roulette? Was it? Nick, surely he's not that stupid. <laughs> I mean, imagine I don't flicking know. through chat, chat roulette. You can imagine him going, suddenly it's Ronaldinho. <laughs> you can imagine him getting his brother and being like, can you get chat roulette up on my screen? <laughs> I'm not dealing with keyboards. <laughs> Thank yes. you. You can leave the room now, Roberto. <laughs> I'll be five minutes. So what's the, what's the, it, it, could this potentially be a um, boob job blackmail situation? Could or? be. I don't know. It, it gets, it, it pops up on YouTube and that's oh, early years of YouTube and then gets taken down very quickly. But by then it's too late. Loads of copies have been made. So I don't know. I can't find anything that explains whether he was being blackmailed and just, you know. Where did you find it? Yeah. How much did you, pay, never, how much did you pay for it? <laughs> on, on my normal rounds of the internet, I come across these things. <laughs> in my special folder uh also to make it worse obviously you hope at least your club will give you some support i mean these are quite rare these incidents but like thinking back now clubs normally will be like um you know manchester united has no comment to make but we will be offering the player full support blah 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 right instead there's a press conference with the manager the next day his manager vandalai luxembourgo would not be drawn on the issue saying he had nothing to do with it. Great. I would, I would hope so as well. <laughs> and, and then he goes, and then he goes, I can't control what's on my players' computers. And apparently the journalists start like sort of tittering with laughter. And then he goes, the only thing I can do is get out of the way before this blows. And everyone, st- everyone starts laughing more. And then he goes, let me ask a question for you, addressing the press. This is the manager. Who saw the video? And how big is Ronaldinho? <laughs> Kind of the kind of thing I'd expect Neil Warnock to maybe come out with. Yeah, Sean yeah, Dyche, maybe. <laughs> Sean Dyche, yeah, maybe. You're not, you're not expecting a Klopp or... No, Guardiola, can you imagine that? 
I, Marco Silva. I would love to see Guardiola how he would deal with that situation. Yeah. He'd, he'd, he'd be very he'd just throw his full support I mean, surely if that, my player wants to do that it's fine yeah. he has my full support he's a legend on the pitch yeah. Yeah. Well, often does like I am not their daddy I, I don't deal with this which is how this guy stars and then he just can't resist being like come on lads how big is it I mean it is <laughs> send it over bluetooth it to me um, there's a link in the uh, description to this podcast too if you want to check it out what the video <laughs> <laughs> It is the thumbnail for this episode. <laughs> it is available online. It, I didn't have much Where's, trouble finding it. Where did you find it? It's on sort of daily motion, <laughs> live leak type stuff. You know, the sort of horrible dark corners of the internet. Yeah. It's actually, I mean, it's a pretty, like, it's mainly him topless sort of facial expressions are the main thing you're getting from that, which arguably worse. And there's no way that he could deny that it is not, it's not him. There's well, faces say, in it. Mm, yeah. And, and, he's, and what again, a face. there aren't many lookalikes. I just said, what a face. <laughs> I'm sure there are lookalikes out there, but rare, rare things. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Anyway, this is possibly why he falls out with Flamenco, because he ends up suing them and, and cancelling his contract. Has a little spell at Atletico Mineiro, another Brazilian side, where he wins the Libertadores, which is the Champions League of South America. So he's still like... Yeah, he's still doing, he's doing well. Doing bits, as they say. But then that winds down and he gets offers to play in India. He gets an offer from Basingstoke Town. <laughs> oh, God. <The> Giants. <laughs> yeah. He thought, he thought Blackburn was bad. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's another chicken farm. <laughs> anyway, he turns him down. I think he, it's a shame we never saw him in the Prem, but I get the feeling he's sort of optimising for warm climates and good party atmospheres. And, you know, no disrespect to the people of Basingstoke, but... <laughs> Yeah, probably lacks the late curfew I mean, he's after. That is a reality series that would be phenomenal, uh, wouldn't it? Ronaldinho's time in Basics <laughs> <laughs> with his with his uh, with his sort of motley crew of Roberto and uh, Ontarar yeah. trying to navigate the Basingstoke. Maybe a trip to Windsor to see <laughs> <Yeah>. South <laughs> Just doing all the market towns. Yeah, <laughs> nice out Oceana. Yeah, <laughs> that's all he'd have. Yeah, oh, God, yeah, that'd be amazing. He goes to yeah. Mexico instead. Uh, and he's still got the nightclub clause. This is now a staple of his contracts. Maybe that's why it didn't work out with Basingstoke Town. They weren't willing to give him the clause. 
there's a quote from his teammate at the time who says, Ronaldinho would hop on his private plane to Cancun on Friday and not return till Tuesday. So he's, he's just partying. It's all going pretty swimmingly until his long-suffering brother and agent, Assis, says, look, mate, I need a holiday too. You're going every weekend while I'm <laughs> back home, sort of tidying your bedroom and cleaning your cleaning boots. the windows. And yeah. <laughs> removing your search history. <laughs> just making sure you don't get sacked, really. So Assis says, look, mate, I'm going on holiday. I'll be five days. You'll be absolutely fine. There's some feijoada <laughs> in the fridge. <laughs> I've, I've set the washing to go. The, laundry, the, the cleaner's going to come on Tuesday. <laughs> Everything will be completely fine. I put your favourite videotape in the VCR. You just press this button. Easy. <laughs> anyway, so his brother goes off. And he's like, okay. Spends about half an hour working out how to lock the front door. <laughs> and he, he t- turns up for training. And... Um, Instead of going straight to training, he goes to the club accountant's office, bangs on the door, and Ronaldinho sort of stumbles in. I picture him like unshaven with like the wrong shoes on each foot because he hasn't had a cease <laughs> helping him. And this bit is a direct quote. He goes in and he says, do you have a thousand dollars you can lend me? And the accountant's like, uh, right, being asked by like global superstar Ronaldinho to lend him money. And he says, like, you've got a bank account. You know, we, we pay your salary into it and you can just withdraw money from there. You've, you've, you've got money in there, right? And Ronaldinho's like, hang on, what? Can I really just <laughs> withdraw? Withdraw. He's like, where, where do I go? Can I get money out? And the accountant's like, yeah, you go to a bank and take the money out. That's, that's where your salary gets paid every fortnight. And Ronaldinho's like, I, I'm sorry, I don't understand. So the accountant... Hey, back, wait, wait, back up, back up, back up, back up. Back up. <laughs> Let's go through this one more time. So so the accountant takes Ronaldinho to this magical money factory and uh, it's Mexican bank Multivar and they get there and there's a massive billboard for the bank with Ronaldinho's face on it. He's the face of the bank and he has to like lead Ronaldinho to the ATM and show him how to withdraw money because he's never done it before. His brother's always got money out for him. <laughs> So good. That's such a joke to Achilles' heel yeah. to have. Like, just don't, that's his kryptonite. He doesn't know how yeah. ATMs Well, I, yeah, I don't think it's just ATMs, in fairness. <laughs> I think normal, everyday stuff Blimey. seems to be a challenge. Um, I, this is the end of his career as well. So it is a bit like, okay, mate, you're going to have to go out into the big bad world. He stops playing in 2013 without formally retiring. Does the odd futsal tournament in India, as you do. I guess that's a payday. And he starts doing like some quite weird public appearances. Stars in a kickboxing film with Mike Tyson. I think Jean-Claude Van Damme's in it as well. I mean, stellar cast. It's called Kickboxer Retaliation. (laughs) If you're not one of the few people to see Kickboxer Retaliation starring Ronaldinho, then do check out the trailer. We'll stick it in the uh, show notes, show description. I'd call that proper dross, but it seems pretty popular. Cult classic, let's call it. (laughs) It's not the only cameo he's making. He pops up playing the bongos at the World Cup closing ceremony in 2010 World Cup, yeah. He's loving life, really, isn't he? Yeah. Having a laugh. Doesn't have to worry about the bloody football anymore. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) His bloody contracts. He pops up at an Arab summit on responsible policing. (laughs) (laughs) That one's a bit more unexpected. Uh, What was he doing there? He settles into his main passion, though, around this time. And I'm not talking about playing the bongos or dancing the samba or kick-ups. I am, of course, talking about shagging. (laughs) This is... uh, this is an era where Ronaldinho moves into this marble floored mansion in Rio and he's got like leopard print chaise longs. <laughs> it's got palm trees inside and out. It's like proper playboy mansion. 
And there he installs not one, but two girlfriends simultaneously. But I'm referring to the lovely Priscilla and oh. the lovely Beatrice. So he's, he's propped up there with two girlfriends and the three of them are like a, a proper three-way relationship, a throuple. I mean, personally, I can't think of anything more draining than trying to perform sexually for two people <laughs> in your late 30s. Do you, reckon but- he, do you reckon he met them on the webcam? <laughs> Just keep spinning chat roulette. <laughs> not my, I have to say, my experience with chat roulette, it's not normally attractive Brazilian girls who want to come and live in a three-way relationship with you. It's normally sort of flaccid penises leaning <laughs> on hairy bellies, but... <laughs> then you're not Ronaldinho. suddenly Ronaldinho's face flashes up. <laughs> Don't change! There's an iconic picture from around this era of Ronaldinho in a swimming pool, standing up and pointing to... Five girls with their sort of bums poking out the water. That's probably the iconic snap, Ronaldinho. There's a few funny things about this. So Richarlison was asked, have you heard this in an interview? Yeah. Where um, they said, what's your sort of like goal in li- in your life, in your career? This is just around the time of the World Cup. And he said, it is to re- recreate that Ronaldinho photo. And another funny thing is that this actually came when he, he was a free agent at this point. And this is what his reaction to I need a new club is, is to release this photo. He's in between contracts looking for work. And then this photo comes out. It's like, it's a far cry from sort of like Owen Hargreaves filming himself doing burpees. Michael Owen's PowerPoint presentation about himself. Yeah. Yeah. This is his LinkedIn picture. (laughs) David Stockdale business magnate website. But do you think Ronaldinho is like, you asked me how I am. This is how I am. Yeah. And he's in quite good shape here. Yeah, I reckon very good shape. I reckon people were like, is he fat? Can he still do it? And he's like, can I still do it? <laughs> I mean, it's not football in sight. Don't ask me, ask <laughs> Ask one of these five women. Yeah. Uh, if we can link to that picture or make it the fucking main photo of the upshot <laughs> for a bit, we probably will. Utterly iconic, isn't it? it? Is. Do you think one or two of them are Priscilla and Beatrice or I know that bum anywhere. That's uh, <laughs> that's, that's my, my Beatrice. That's my Beatrice. <laughs> not long before the tabloids find out about it of course and they're i don't think they're up in arms but obviously they're as delighted as we are but ronaldinho can't really understand the fuss about his three-way relationship they turn up on his doorstep and obviously he's always happy to give an interview because he's a generous soul (laughs) and uh, he tells them he's adept at polygamy and explains that the couple live harmoniously together fair play to him yeah 21st century yeah Yeah. I, i i really admire the total like just owning who he is and just living it and enjoying Mm. it and not feeling fucking bad for it yeah i guess like he strikes me as a sort of fellow who just like would never even consider that it would be unusual yeah you know like Mm. he's like so and i think there's a theme that runs throughout his life is that he lives so relentlessly in the moment i don't Mm. think his attention span allows him to think more than kind of 10 minutes into the future so at the moment he lives in a kind of like sort of jeremy osborne vibe of like if it feels good do it (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? That sounds like bliss as well. Yeah, I mean, it must be yeah, so yeah. good for his head, you know? Like, just, they talk about Zen and mindfulness and stuff. He's just been doing it since birth. Yeah. And partying as well. It yeah. does sometimes go a bit wrong for him, doesn't it? Yeah, so, I mean, that, he's living the dream, as you, as as discussed. But unfortunately, this whole this whole dreamy arrangement that he's got going is about to come crashing down. Um, so, in 2019, um, he's fined £2 million is in the Brazilian currency for crimes against nature after he built a fishing pier on a protected lake beside his home in uh, in Porto Alegre, which is maybe an example of his 
cavalier. His cavalier, yeah, his cavalier Stick uh, attitude. When you said he was getting charged with crimes against nature, I thought the Christian sector coming after him for his three-way relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Kaka, Kaka. Kaka. <laughs> with his church stuff. <laughs> Banging on the door. Yeah, um, yeah so Ronaldinho's got this two million pound fine, but he refuses to pay and the authorities come down hard on him. So they repossess 57 properties from him. They take his cars uh, and they also confiscate his Brazilian passport, which throws up a bit of a conundrum because Ronaldinho's got a big trip to Paraguay lined up. Um, He's been invited (laughs) there by uh, a casino owner called Nelson Bellotti, which is just such a casino owner name. (laughs) (laughs) Nelson Bellotti was born to, born to run a casino. He's broken a few legs in this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got this trip coming up. He's doing loads of promotional stuff, including, it should be said, for, for a children's charity in Paraguay. Unfortunately for Ronaldinho, the the head of that charity, uh, a woman called Dalia Lopez, um, comes up with the goods and manages to swindle him a fake Paraguayan passport, <laughs> um, which they're, they're given on their way to the airport in Paraguay. And I mean, I don't know, you can, you can uh, make your own minds up about this charity, but if she's <laughs> swindling fake passports. And the, la- the last I heard, she was, she was on the run for uh, various like fraud related uh, things. So, so uh, yeah, you make, you can make your own minds up about this children's charity, but they get these, they get their fake passports at the airport and they go through security and unsurprisingly the Paraguayan border guards rumble Ronaldinho and his brother Assis. Uh, <laughs> and I think, I mean, this is a good good moment to come back to what we were talking about before about him being probably one of the most recognizable people on the planet. Yeah. There's nobody that looks like him. So you'd think like fake passport, like he's, he's played at multiple world cups for Brazil. Like he's clearly not, he's clearly not Paraguayan. I mean, he, could be, he could be a dual national, couldn't he? <laughs> could be, I suppose. But you'd imagine in Paraguay, they'd probably know about that. Yeah. Especially when um, he's got a brand new passport. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's never been used. Is it a fake name that he's going on? So well? like, no. So he's got his name. So the, 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 these two passports were issued to two Paraguayan women. Uh, like six months before and had then been doctored with a picture of Ronaldinho and <laughs> and his brother got one as well. So say gender female. <laughs> <laughs> Literally like McLovin. I mean, we'll, we'll, put, we'll put a picture up of them as well, but they, they, they look pretty legit if you didn't know that he was Brazilian, which you'd be have to have to have been living under a rock for the for the past two decades. If you say um, the word Brazil to me and think, what do you think of? Yeah. Ronaldinho is the first thing that comes to mind. Exactly. What, what do you think of of Paraguay? I probably think of Ronaldinho <laughs> going to jail. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think of fake passports. Yeah, but actually, my my favourite part about this story is that Brazilians don't even need to show their passport to enter Paraguay. <laughs> <laughs> like, all they all he needed to show was his Brazilian ID <laughs> and he could have just walked straight through <laughs> know that yeah know that. yeah yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah it's literally like world's dumbest criminals level like yeah. oh my god well that actually maybe makes sense because uh, so actually this, this goes to court in Paraguay and it's like, it's a very high profile case. You've got the hordes of Paraguayan media and Brazilian, I guess, outside the courtroom. And Ronaldinho's lawyer steps up 
presumably he got this like five grand an hour lawyer who steps up and literally this is what he says to the jury Ronaldinho is stupid. <laughs> that was that's that's his defense. Your Honor, uh, Your Honor. Um, I mean, I assume I assume, I assume I assume there were, there were maybe some other arguments as well. But he, that was that's literally a quote. He is stupid. Um, Decent defense. Yeah. Well, I mean, can you plead ignorance? I suppose that's kind of pleading ignorance. Not doing many favors to his brother. Then is it? He's just throwing him under the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got no excuse <laughs> at yeah. all. He said, "This guy should Roberto should know better." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think he'd have done his research on Paraguayan border policy. <laughs> <laughs> what, what am I paying you for? I cease. <laughs> Are um, you paying me? How did the yeah. jury take the uh, Unfo- take that, Unfortunately, take that the, uh, this defence fails, I'm sad to report. And Ronaldinho and uh, Assis are jailed for five months. But if you thought that Ronaldinho was going to be there drinking hand sanitizer and <laughs> swapping phone cards for cigarettes... <laughs> <laughs> smoking spice <laughs> sleeping uh, with a bar of soap in his pillowcase yeah. <laughs> uh, you'd be wrong because uh, Ronaldinho's experience at, at, at prison in Paraguay sounds, sounds pretty much like butlins to me um, so he shares he gets a, a private room to share with his brother they get ice cream they get a TV and the prison wardens actually organise Ronaldinho tours uh, where Ronaldinho goes out to the front of like the prison patio and meets locals and these are like wildly popular and i guess that i guess they charge for it so there you know he's not getting the he's not getting the regular south american jail experience. <laughs> there's a there's a video as well of him of him playing foot volleyball apparently there was also there was a, a, a prison five-a-side tournament amazing um that that ronaldinho entered he was playing against a, against a team that had a politician who was jailed for corruption on it and they end up they end up winning winning the tournament they win 11-2 in the final and the and the, the prize is a, a 16 kilogram suckling pig fantastic <laughs> well then are they just roasting that in prison well yeah, yeah so so uh so when uh sounds like such good fun yeah, yeah it sounds it's literally like butlins right yeah i would say um, in that five-a-side tournament getting first picks kind of crucial in that <laughs> Yeah, how do they do it? Numbers, straws. You win the toss. You're like, mm, I'm g- actually, I'm going to go for the Ballon d'Or. You know, when I do it. <laughs> Not yeah. the six year old politician jailed for corruption. <laughs> You're probably taking Ronaldinho's brother next. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, ex pro, yeah. isn't it? Mm. Yeah. It's like the Escobar thing, right? If you're a certain level of fame and wealth in South American jails, you sort of run the jail. Do they let yeah. they let them out on tag at some point, don't they? On tag. House arrest. It's a recurring theme tag. in this podcast. But yeah, he does he does get released at some point to uh to house arrest. And apparently when when he leaves <laughs> the inmate, the other inmates are, are devastated. Like they're 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 in tears. There's a there's a leaving barbecue for Ronaldinho oh, when he so leaves. Where I assume they uh they roast the suckling pig. Oh, uh, probably, yeah. But yeah, it sounds, sounds quite lovely. And he's released to serve the end of his sentence under house arrest. He's got to stay in Paraguay. So him and Assis book into this luxury hotel in Asuncion, the uh, Paraguayan capital. And this is also during COVID. So they've basically got the run of the hotel for themselves. They've got this like penthouse suite, which sounds absolutely incredible. There's like a five-a-side pitch, pool, and they basically chill there for the last month or so. I read, I read a quote from him at the time. He just said, I'm never coming back to Paraguay. 
Oh, that's kind of sad. I would like to think that he kind of quite enjoyed, yeah, yeah, quite yeah. enjoyed his time. You know, for well, Jorge, you know, child traffickers and yeah. all sorts. <laughs> I mean, I given see. how it could have gone, that was about as well as it could have gone being oh, in prison yeah. in Paraguay. But I mean, I guess he just wants to get back to Priscilla and Beatrice, <laughs> Kaiparinas on the beach. And he does, right? So he flies home eventually. How long is he in Paraguay for total? Then we're talking like uh, six months. Five months, I think. Well, maybe six months with the trial. Who knows? Yeah. Hard to tell. And so I'm, I mean, I'm sure he gets his uh, needs catered to while he's still in Asuncion in the, in the luxury hotel. <laughs> but he flies back and obviously he's expecting to, a, a glorious welcome from his girlfriends. And instead he arrives home and they're waiting for him at the gate, arms folded. And Priscilla hands him a court summons. She's suing him because she's found out that there was a fourth woman. (laughs) (laughs) The lovely Renata. Priscilla's absolutely livid that she's been cheated on. And she claims that they were effectively married and therefore he owes her money as a kind of divorce settlement. Is it legal to get married in a three? Like, how can that be? Well, they weren't, they weren't yeah. even married. She's just saying like, I don't know. what. I'm, no, I'm no expert on Brazilian law. And I'm pretty sure Ronaldinho isn't either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think maybe it's possible to make a claim like that. She, he actually wins the case. Thank God. Right. He's, uh, he's beat his legal, got a better lawyer, clearly. Yeah. Tried a different defense than yeah, he is stupid. <laughs> um, I mean, that, that, that defense would probably still hold up and be valid for the yeah. people. Yeah. Let's take it as red in any case involving Ronaldinho. <laughs> You'd think after, if she'd seen that photo of the five girls and Ronaldinho, that maybe she would have been slightly suspicious about what was going on. It, was, it wasn't like a huge shock when she yeah, found out there was yeah. a fourth. But I think this is, how do these guys have the energy to keep up two, three, yeah. three that we know about girlfriends? Like, mm. It's exhausting. The mental space to, yeah, to you're, do that. By the way, just coming back to your point about her, if you are going out with someone who has another girlfriend and describes themselves as adept at polygamy. <laughs> I'm not sure you've got much of a case against them if another girl pops up. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's, it's kind of a happy ending, right? He beats this, this case from Priscilla against him and the other girls testify on his behalf. So I presume he's still with them. And Is that the other girls from the photo? But again, <laughs> wouldn't recognise them from that angle <laughs> personally. But uh, I know that Beatrice and Renata, the secret fourth girl, uh, testify on his behalf. And they right. get him off, beats that case, and he's free. And I think at this at this point, he's kind of retired to the quiet life. He, he's just looking forward to spending some time with his son, Zhao, who has signed for Barcelona. Wow. Mm. What, what a story that is. What the could go wrong? <laughs> You wouldn't know he's Ronaldinho's son, but he only signed for Barcelona in March of this year. So I imagine that doesn't leave much time. It's probably just a few nightclubs, a few 40 yeah, hour benders. Yeah. <laughs> does he approach fatherhood in the same way that he approached mentorship within the dressing room? Or do you think he's going to try and, you know, make sure Jao comes out straight edge? Because I don't think Ronaldinho regrets a single thing. No. no. And rightly so. Yeah, no. What a life. What a roller coaster. To me, Ronaldinho is just, he's just, the pinnacle of like lovable simpleton really like he can, he can do no wrong like you said before like he doesn't he doesn't think more than five minutes ahead of anything that he's doing yeah and that's what that's what makes him so entertaining on the pitch and off the pitch it's yeah. just he plays football like he lives that's like the best advert for his character really 
I feel like I'm just waiting for the next Ronaldinho, basically. Like Neymar kind of hinted that he could be, but then he never. He was a bit more kind of I don't know. That's a good point. Neymar's the closest, isn't it? I would say so in terms of playing style, but he's a bit more like he's just yeah. <laughs> he just doesn't. He's just not as likable. What made Ronaldinho so likable as well was just this like quite goofiness that he had. Yeah, like he didn't take a lot of put a lot of effort into his appearance or going to like fashion shoots and hooking up with Instagram hotties and all these kind of like celebrity things. He just did him. Yeah. Which, that's, that's so true. Yeah, what a legend. And we pray there will be another one. There certainly will be on this podcast because we've got plenty of fun figures coming for you. But for now, that's all we have time for. So thank you very much. I've been Jack Rivlin. Thank you, George Cooper. Oh, it's been a pleasure. That was a lot of fun. Thank you, Zachary Sweeney Lynch. Thank you, Jack. Cheers. 